Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new work week of the All Sports Podcast. I am your host, JR. You can call me Junior, Juan, whatever it is you guys like, prefer. Does not matter for me as long as you guys listen. I always appreciate it. So before we get on to the show, let's get to some promos. The first one, Eposky Custom Cups. You can find them on Instagram. They ship nationwide. So if you guys got a cool cup idea where, you know, you guys got a cool make a cup for whether it's a friend, family, their birthdays are coming up, or maybe you just want a cup for yourself because it always seems like your cups go missing. Eposky Custom Cups meshes them for rates, prices, designs. They'll help you every step of the way. So that is Eposky, E-P-A-W-S-K-Y on Instagram. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an amazing t-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She also ships nationwide. So if you guys got a cool t-shirt idea, whether it's for the holidays, uh, birthday parties coming up, family reunion, uh, custom sports t-shirt, message her. She's very talented. So if you guys got a cool idea for you know all that stuff, she'll help you with rates, prices. She'll help you with designs color she'll help you every step of the way she's a very talented lady next up we got happy hippie massage if you're in the rolling heights area of california happy hippie massage you can find her on instagram she is a massage therapist and health educator um so message her for rates prices uh right now she's got certificates out there so if a birthday's coming up you don't know what to get that friend the loved ones uh a present um give her Look her up on Instagram, talk to her about her certificates, and you know, she's she's very safe. She follows every COVID-19 protocol. She is also mobile as well, so if you want her to come to you, she's willing to do that. That is Happy Hippie Massage. And lastly, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their homes. You can find them under the Andrew Casado Home Mortgage Group on Facebook. And if you have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PEMTG.com. That is J-A-V-A-L-O-S at PEMTG.com. So, new work week, new week of the All Sports Podcast. And as always, every new week, I always like to start with my best and worst of the week. And... I always like to get rid of the uh, worst, so let's just get to it. I think the worst thing I saw this week, the Los Angeles Clippers losing by 51 points. What the heck was that? If you're a Clippers fan, you have to be concerned about that. I understand there's off days, but losing by 50, that's not an off day. You know, the Clippers and the whole fan base of the Clippers were talking about, oh, well, we got the Lakers game one. We're the we're going to prove everybody that we're the best. We have the deepest bench. We got the best duo in L.A. And you guys got killed by a team the Lakers blew out, like, the night before. Um, Yeah. Look, I understand Kawhi didn't play. I understand, you know, all that stuff. You know, his injury was very serious. But if Kawhi goes going down is the reason why you guys look very terrible, 
Paul George looked very terrible. Everybody in the Clippers looked terrible. If that's your reason why you guys look lost, yeah, that's not good. Then you better... I understand now why the Clippers load-managed him last year because they looked terrible without him. They looked terrible. And I understand, you know, maybe it was a night... Maybe it was just a bad night. But 50? You guys were down 77-27 at halftime, and then you guys end up losing by 51. You guys... The Clippers lost more in the end than they were trailing in the half. By one point. That speaks volume. And, you know, you can't blame anybody. You know, you can't blame Doc Rivers because, oh, no, Doc Rivers is conservative and blah, blah, blah. This is Tyron Lue. The guys that you were pushing for, the guys that Clipper Nation was all pushing for, like, yeah, he's going to take us to the promised land. I don't remember the last time Doc Rivers getting handed a 50 burger. And if there is, somebody tell me. Somebody comment on that. Because I don't remember that at all. That was terrible. That was the worst. The best, uh, Alvin Kamara, sixth touchdown on Christmas Day. That is a performance that's going to be remembered for a long time. Six rushing touchdowns by Alvin Kamara, who basically helped a lot of fantasy owners win their fantasy championship this week. It was incredible. 150-plus rushing yards, but that's six touchdown. It could have been seven, but Taysom Hill took one in. Whatever. But six rushing touchdowns. You know how hard that is to do? That is an incredible feat. And against a Mike Zimmer defensive-minded coach like that, to put up six rushing touchdowns against him, that that's incredible. That was incredible. Not incredible for the Vikings defense. Oh, no. But for Alvin Kamara, that was as good as you're going to get. That was incredible. You know, I probably could have gone Josh Allen today, Stephon Diggs. But, nah, six rushing touchdowns, That's that's unheard of. You know, I don't know when's the last time I saw. I remember live seeing Jamal Charles score against the Raiders all those years ago. I think it was like four, four touchdowns in total. But six, that's amazing. That is incredible. That was my best of the week. So here we go. The last Monday Night Football recap. This was the last one and it was kind of disappointing. Not if you're a Bills fan. But if you're a New England fan, yikes. <laughs> yikes. You, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made. So let's just start with the Patriots here. Uh, the uh, final score was Bills 38, Patriots 9. Patriots uh, started with Cam Newton. He went 5 for, five for 10 for 34 rushing yards. Or for 34 passing yards, 24 rushing yards, one touchdown. He got replaced by Jared Stidham, the offseason savior. For New England, the one where Pat Nation was saying, well, we got Jared Stidham. We don't need Tom Brady anymore. Yeah, sure you don't. Anyway, Jared Stidham went 4 for 11 for 44 yards. Sonny Michelle was your leading rusher with 69 yards rushing. And Jacoby Myers, four receptions, 45 yards. And no, there it's not even worth mentioning the defense after giving up 38 points. Look, so here's the deal for New England. It's not the end of the world. You know, I know there's a lot of New England fans that never experienced a losing season. You're going to be okay. You're you're going to be okay. It's not the end of the world. All right. I know some of you New England fans probably only started watching them probably five years ago. Maybe there's only, you know, you guys just started watching football five years ago. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Take a breather. It's your first losing season. Take a breather. 
It happens. And look, for New England, they just got to make decisions. They have to make decisions. You know, it's going to be tough, but it's going to be worth it because now we know for sure Cam Newton's not coming back. Jared Stidham's not the answer. So there's that. Sony Michelle's not a good running back. And Jacoby Myers is obviously your best receiver tonight. Offensively, the Patriots just stink. And defensively, everybody opted out. It's just, it, they are a bad football team. They are a rough, bad football team. So, for the Patriots, it's just more decision-making than it's going to be for Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's going to have to make up a lot of decisions. And it's it's going to be hard. You know, you let Tom Brady walk. That, that was his own, I guess, in a way, ego getting the best of him. Now Tom Brady's in Tampa. He's going back to the playoffs. He's got a good defense. He's got a good offense. You know, I'm not saying that they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but what I am saying is, you know, they're going to go pretty good. They look pretty good compared to New England. But, you know, for the Patriots, it's just, it's rebuild time. He had a great 20-year run. It is rebuild time in New England. Welcome to the real NFL, New England fans. The ones that are only, you know, five years in, this is uh, this is your time for rebuilding. Hopefully, it doesn't take that long for you guys to get dominant again because I've seen teams trying to rebuild for years now. Raiders, Browns, Buffalo up until this point. So, hopefully it doesn't take as long as these guys. But the way it's looking, you have your quarterback situation, terrible. Your running back situation, terrible. Your wide receiver and tight end situation, Horrendous. The defense, no show. It's rebuild time. Who knows? Maybe the players that do come back from COVID next year, maybe that'll help out a bit. Maybe it won't. But it's rebuild time in New England, so we'll see how that goes. Now let's go to the real story. The real story of the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are for real, ladies and gentlemen. They hit... We all thought they hit the peak last year. Nope. This is the year. This is the year. Buffalo looks as good as any team in the AFC. And that's including the Chiefs, who are 15-1. and one. All right. Buffalo looks deadly, and they're catching fire. And it's going to be crazy to see how they end up. Josh Allen, 27-36, 320 yards throwing with four touchdowns. To go along with 35 rushing yards. He is your new franchise leader. Bills Mafia. For touchdown passes in a single season with 34. Zach Moss. 57 rushing yards. One touchdown. Stephon Diggs. Where everybody from Minnesota. A bunch of NFL experts say. Stephon Diggs is a head case. If you don't give him the ball. It's not going to work. He just It's all about him. Well you know what. I'm glad Josh Allen is finding Stephon Diggs. Because. Nine receptions, 145 yards, and three touchdowns. He is also your new leader in regular season in receptions, yards, and receiving touchdowns. So the Bills' offense is amazing. Josh Allen can kill you in so many different ways, whether it's rushing, throwing. Stephon Diggs is your number one. Uh, They gave up a first to get it, and it's paid off dividend. It has paid off tremendously for the Buffalo Bills. And the defense, they are starting to pick up where we all kind of thought they were going to pick up in the beginning of the year where they ended up last season. They're picking up now. 
The defense ended up with three sacks, five tackles for losses, a forced fumble. Look, the Bills' defense is coming along, and they're only going to get better every single week. Ed Oliver is a maniac in the middle. Maniac in the middle for the defensive tackle line. Tremaine Edmonds, Pro Bowl linebacker. Tredavious White, all-pro corner. This defense is coming along real freaking nicely. And I got to tell you, if they've already beaten the Steelers, they kept it close against the Chiefs. All I know is, if there was ever a year where Buffalo looks like they can go all the way, this is the year. This has to be the year for Buffalo. And I know before we get into the, well, they haven't won a playoff game in forever. I get all that. But if they end up with the second seed, you know, it's still... The AFC right now, looking at it as a play... We'll get back to Buffalo in a minute. But looking at the whole playoff picture, whoever comes out of the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. Because the NFC is just sorry as heck. It is sorry as heck. The teams that come to mind when I think about the NFC. Packers. Saints. And at the toss-up between Seattle and Tampa Bay. Because when they look off, they look off. Uh, the Packers, look, if they get the number one seed, who really wants to go to Lambeau Field for that? Who wants to go to Lambeau Field? It's it's going to be tough. But looking at the AFC, because the NFC is sorry. I mean, yeah, somebody from the East has to win that division. And they're going to host a playoff game. That's all that needs to be said about the NFC. It's just sorry. It's going to be one of those three teams. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to go to the Super Bowl. They might if everything falls in their favor, but that's too many ifs. I ha- I'll take the field for the NFC. But now let's talk about the AFC. It's a tough road. There are right now at least four teams that are 10-5. and five. One of those teams is going to miss the playoffs. I want you to hear that again. Somebody from the NFC East is going to host a division game with a sub-500 record. They are under 500. And somebody from the AFC, four teams in the AFC right now are 10-5. and five, And one of those four teams is going to miss the playoffs. That tells you everything you need to know about who is the stronger conference right now. What is the stronger conference? It's the AFC. It's like the NBA. Nobody cares about the East. It's all about the West because one through eight in the West, you know, even if you put nine, 10, 11, maybe 12, in the East, they'll probably take over the 6th, 7th, 8th seed, 5th seed. It's it's embarrassing. But in the NFL, it's just right now, it's just embarrassing the state of the NFC. The AFC, on the other hand, that is tough. Because the way I'm looking at it right now, the where it stands right now, should Buffalo win now, should, you know, however the scenarios happen next week, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy because if the season were to end today, if the season were to end today, Buffalo would play the Browns. Yep, Buffalo would play the Browns. That's a tough matchup. I don't care how bad they look against. I don't care how bad the Browns looked against the Jets yesterday. The Browns were without six wide receivers, and they almost beat the Jets. So that tells you everything you need to know. So I'm not saying for Buffalo, it's going to be a tough road. The Chiefs, you know, they have the number one seed, obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've fallen off. The Titans are still the division leaders. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. 
I'm pretty sure nobody wants to play Miami right now. Nobody wants to play Baltimore. Nobody wants to play the Colts or Cleveland. It's just tough. The AFC is tough. And that's why I'm saying whoever comes out of the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. But Buffalo tonight, the Bills tonight proved why they're one of the elite teams, not just in the AFC, but in all of football. They have an amazing quarterback. They have a running game that can be separated by committee, whether it's by the quarterback or by running back by committee. They have a wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. They have a defense who gets after you, who takes over the ball, who takes over games. Ladies and gentlemen, the Buffalo Bills are back, and they look for real. They look nasty. I like the Bills. I like what they're doing. Bills Mafia has been a long time, and I know a lot of Bills fans out there, and I have some close friends who are Bill Mafia to the core. They love these guys. They love these guys. It's been a long time, Bills Mafia. You deserve this. I wish you guys nothing but the best because I know the superstitions out there. Can they win a playoff game? I know that's going to, once you get that monkey out the bag, then it's the next one. Bills Mafia looks as good as anybody right now. That's including the Chiefs. I can't wait for these playoffs to start. I can't wait to see how this goes. And then tomorrow, we got a couple bowl games for college football. So the first one, at 2.30 in the afternoon, it is 21-ring Oklahoma State going up against 18 Miami Hurricanes. Uh, the Cheez-It Bowl, so Derrick Henry announced, I think it was Saturday. Yep, it was Saturday. He announced that he was returning to Miami for his senior year. I guess, you know, he's going to try to improve his draft stock a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Oklahoma State, they they had a good year. They had a good year. Uh, if I were to pick a team right now to win, I like Miami. I like what they do on offense. I think their defense is still suspect. The same thing with Oklahoma State. I think their defense is a little suspect. But I just like Oklahoma State's offense just a little bit more than Miami. So right now in the Cheez-It Bowl, I'm going to go Oklahoma State over Miami. Miami still struggles, but hopefully next year Miami can bounce back, put it all together for sure next year. They're going to lose some key players on defense, so we'll see how that goes. But with the offense that they're going to have, we'll see how this goes. And then we also have number 20 Texas going up against Colorado in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Uh, look, Colorado, they blew it against Utah. They could have played for the Pac-12 against USC. That didn't happen. Texas, they just, with Tom Herman, it's the same tune, same results. Different tune, same results. They look good, then they look terrible, then they look okay, then they look decent. That's why they're ranked number 20. But I think they should be able to handle Colorado tomorrow. So give me Texas over Colorado. So... Two really good games that's going to dictate how these programs grow into next year. How they're going to dictate how they're going to go for recruitment. All that stuff. So, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. I just want to say a couple things. Number one, uh, it is going to be another short week. You know, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Kind of want to take a day's off a little bit. Which is understandable. We all going to be with their families. So, why would you want to hear me for 30 minutes? Go enjoy time with your family. I hope everybody had a good Christmas with your family. And hopefully everybody has a good time with their family on New Year's. 
Also, um, you know, as always, I appreciate the love and support I get from you guys from listening. I see the plays. I see the audience. I see it all. And it's uh, pretty cool to know that you guys are willing to give me 30 minutes of your time. I appreciate that. As always, share this page. Share it with your friends, family, loved ones. Also, you know, if you go on Anchor and you click on this, you go on Anchor, you click on the Facebook tab, it'll take you to the homepage of this podcast on Facebook, the group. So you can join the group. If you click on the Twitter tab, it'll click, it'll take you to my homepage on Twitter, Instagram, my homepage of Instagram, and YouTube as well. It'll take you to the homepage for the all sports talk so as always you know the more support you know we each other the better stuff we can get down the road so always you know just try to support all that good stuff i can't wait like i said it's always fun i want to thank everybody for the support um you know you guys have been amazing you know giving me the chance to do this you know thank you guys again as always you know Click on the Facebook tab, Twitter one, everything. Just click them all, support them all. You know, because like I said, this is, as I usually say, this is more of your show than it is mine. And then if we want to do bigger things, guys, you know, you got to show the support. Keep hitting yes. Keep, you know, listening in. And the more listens, the more audience we get, the better. And the better stuff we can do down the road. It'll be fun. And that comes with time, but I'm sure we'll get there. So tomorrow, we'll recap the bowl games. We'll recap any other sports news. You know, we're waiting on the final deal of San Diego Padres. I did want to talk about them today, but I think we'll save them for tomorrow because they did acquire Blake Snell, but I think they're trying to still work on the U Darvish trade. So we'll wait for that to go through. Uh, and then we'll talk about how that might impact the NLS and then the National League in general. And before you know it, hockey's almost back. A bunch of stuff's coming back little by little. We'll talk about the NBA, how teams are doing after the first week is now in the books. And we'll go from there. So until then, everybody be safe. Have fun. Have a wonderful night. Again, it is a short week because it is New Year's and... Let's get to it, guys. Have a wonderful night.